Martin and on the line I have Councillor Anisha Murray from Fine Gael. Hello Anisha, good morning. Hello, Hello. Uh, how's, how's the campaign trail going? It's going well, it's very busy Noel. We're, we've uh, just over a week to go now so polling day is a uh, week today mm-hmm. um, so it's been very busy but it, uh, we're certainly up and at it. Okay. I'm just wondering, uh, like I've been talking to a few people who, for instance, in my area, I haven't seen one. I've had lots of uh, leaflets through the letterbox. Mm. And mm. I was just talking to a colleague this morning and he's had one caller over the mm. past few weeks as well. Is there a reluctance in some areas uh, to go? Uh, or what's the story? I, Have you heard I, that? I, I, don't, I, I don't think so. I think, I mean, there's a few issues. The one is the, the area is so vast. It's, we're in a new merged constituency to two uh, doll constituencies and um, I suppose I can only speak from my own perspective but mm-hmm. just um, there's a lot of ground to cover but we're covering it as fast as we can um, you know trying to get it all done and um, it's just you know it's just it's just it's the vastness of the territory now mm-hmm. it's almost like a quasi-rural constituency <laughs> in one sense from a territory perspective you okay. know and with the three uh, candidates from Fine Gael, how hard is that? I mean, the way it's working now, there's so many condan- con- because of the vast area and so many people going in. Uh, does that make it harder, like as if you're competing against yourself as well? Yeah, well, I mean, we have yeah, we have three candidates, three good candidates on the Fine Gael side. Um, it is a very big territory, um, but but and not only, I mean, there are three of us, but there are 20 candidates in total, one of the largest slates of candidates in the country. I think Dublin Southwest perhaps might be the only one that is bigger with 21. But, um, no, I mean, I suppose, in, in, I mean, we're, we're, we're members of a party as well, Finnegale, so that gives you a bit of a lift mm-hmm. as well. So, uh, but uh, listen, ground has to be covered. Okay, and in the 10 years or, or more maybe that you've been involved in pop- politics, do you feel a sea of change coming on? Um, in, in what way, no? Well, in politics changing, in a, a, sort of a reformation in some kind, that even if Fine Gael does get back in, which seems unlikely with Labour, uh, that just no matter what happens, no matter who gets in, there's going to have to be some kind of change in politics. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think politics, even since I got elected in 2004, has changed a bit. Even as a councillor, I think I have to say, I think the workload is greater now for a councillor um, than it was, it was say, 10 years ago. And I mean in the context of, say, things like social media, online and that, the context is broader and there's a, you know, the requests come in faster and they have to be addressed quicker. Um, I mean, there's some, you know, there's some, the gender code is for, uh, set up, for example, in this election, it's the first time it's, it has been done. And that has brought about a lot of change, particularly in terms of candidates and parties and how they pick their, 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 um, uh, their their candidates and how they come to selection conventions and that so I mean but there's certainly plenty more opportunities for change. Mm-hmm. I was just out uh, talking to a ladies group last night just uh, on the side uh, afterwards just about the group itself. It's a ladies club now. There was over a hundred women there. I just asked them briefly, like a little bit of a vox pop around. Had they been watching any of the programs? Because the, the the main people that are on all the time are the leaders of the four parties, and they just thought that nothing had changed as, as far as the rhetoric was concerned, uh, and that's a that that must be a bit worrying as well because that's why the reason I said about change because in what you're hearing on the TV in the debates, it just seems to be a, a competition uh, and who gives the most, uh, you know, in that sense. Have you had any feedback yeah. like that? Well, no, I mean, I think I mean some of our 
some of our voters now would would uh, counsel prudence as we're canvassing, and I think they have a point. I think part of the issue is that just there are, you know, there are even the leaders, the most recent leaders debate. I, I think there were seven different participants in in that leaders debate recently. Seven people, you know, if you think back to the old. Charles Hahi versus Gareth Fitzgerald debate. It was two. It was a you know it was a two people going out of you know mm-hmm. on television. I mean, I think that has changed now. You know, the participants aren't sitting down; they're standing up. There are seven of them, different you know different uh, parties, different views. So there's actually a lot more to take in as well. So. I think that probably adds to the confusion. Mm-hmm. And another thing about a lot of confusion, because of so many candidates, I was wondering, would you give us a brief synopsis? Uh, just for our listeners, I was talking, I said to the ladies, and they were, you know, who will you vote for? Well, I'd sort of go down my line. Does it make any difference if you could explain to us, as I say in a synopsis, what way the voting works and, and sort of... Uh, you know, with uh, transfers and that, because I have heard some TDs because of transfers. Otherwise, if they hadn't got so many, they wouldn't have been uh, elected. So, what what way does it work exactly? If you've got a list of fourteen people, yeah, well, you know, you have a, you have a list of say twenty people uh, in the in this area, and so you can vote one to twenty, and it's up to you. Um, your vote stays alive until it's until uh, your your um, until it is used to elect somebody. So you can go one, two, three, four, five, all the way down. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if somebody goes over quota, your vote could end up somewhere else with somebody else. So I mean, it is worth, you know, if you want to use your vote to maximum effect, it is worth going all the way down the line, starting with your preferred candidate and then down to number 20 with candidates of your least preference. Um, that's probably the... The, the, you know that's you know you can actually do that and it does work that way. Um, but if so, you, you know, yeah. But if you do that, ahead. sorry, if you if you if you do that and go down the, the full twenty and you even put you know your least favourite at the bottom, you're not still giving them a vote which could be transferred and someone you didn't want to get in could get in because you go all the way down the line. Well, well I suppose in you know in a in a five seat situation. Uh, you know, given somebody number twenty, it's not going to, it's not going to figure, it's not going to feature. You know, they will not get to it by then. Mm-hmm. You know, because there, there are likely to be a number of candidates elected before them. So, um, so that's you know, but that's that's the that's the way that system works. Is you go, if you go, on, if you want, you're used to be both to be of least used to some individual candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, you you give them number twenty. Okay, now it's uh, what two, three years ago since you were the Lord Mayor of Dublin, and a terrific job. Congratulations on that in, in the course. Uh, have much t- going around the houses in relation. I often find that a lot of uh, councillors, poly- whoever gets elected into Lord Mayor, that it's a whole different ball game. It's it's more like ground level. Even though you do a lot of going around the houses, but uh, the Lord Mayor for the year, uh, you learn a yeah. lot more than you would as a politician. As a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. Would you, you say you that's true? Do. You, no, you're bang on there. I mean, you get a lot of insight in terms of the way the city works, and just in terms of the role of the Lord Mayor. And so you know, we have a we have a number of former Lord Mayors in this constituency, living in this constituency, and you certainly get a very now being Lord Mayor. It's a very busy, it's a very busy job. You're at you're at it the whole time, seven days a week. But uh, you do get a, a good insight, and, and you know from talking to people on the doors, they're from they do uh, they do have a memory of 
you know, they have particular, some have particular memories of when I was Lord Mayor, and when others were Lord Mayor, do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it does resonate a bit, and I suppose it's a, as a, you know, I'd be quite proud of the fact that I represented Dublin as Lord Mayor, and that I was Lord Mayor of Dublin. And uh, it's probably a little bit of a calling card for me that I use, and I, I you know, I make no bones, but I'd be very proud of that. Mm-hmm. And if things changed, how are you feeling as the weeks are going on? I mean, you, must, how, you sound very hoarse, so you must be on the doorsteps maybe over the past month, have you? Oh, we've been out well before that. I mean, okay. we had our convention. We had our convention in two thousand in in middle of last year, and we had you know, we had I had new territory to cover up the other end of the constituency where I wouldn't have stood before. No, mm-hmm. so we would have been out there in the summer trying to you know build up a bit of a profile out there and cover ground. So, but I mean, the most intensive phase has been for the last three or four weeks. And you know, I, if I compare it to the local, I suppose the immediate comparison is the local elections a year and a half ago. They were tough elections for Fine Gael. Um, the response has improved a lot since then. You know, so the, the, just the response and the reception is better. And and the people that uh, the, the worries that people would have have they changed? Because I imagine in the first uh, few weeks it was about um, property tax and uh, water charges. Has any of that changed? And different things come up. Housing, no, I suppose. We, I mean, yeah, I mean, my what people are bringing up with me in this area will be. I mean, I would meet a lot of senior citizens who, you know, who who, who find it difficult to pay the property tax because they're in they're in houses in Dublin which have a high value and they, you know, they have limited means or they're not they don't have an ability to, to to earn more. So that comes up a lot. The health system, Beaumont Hospital, and the health system in general is certainly a big issue in this election. Mm-hmm. Um, as you say, housing, particularly private housing for younger people trying to get onto the housing ladder and the lack of, um, you know, houses being built at, at the moment in the Dublin area, um, that comes up a lot as well. And associated with that is bank finance and getting your mortgage and all that. So mm-hmm. those issues are definitely out there. Is that part of the manifesto, the uh, introduction of property tax relief for senior citizens? Or is that no, just well, your it's something own? that I'm... You're, you're, it's something that I'm campaigning on, Noel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's part of my platform. And if I get elected, if I have the other getting elected to represent people in this area, that's something I'll be working very hard to get delivered. Mm. Well, lots of people have been changing and jumping around. <laughs> have you thought of changing tact over the past, with maybe different parties over the years that you've been involved with politics? Are you going to stick with Fianna Gael? Um, I, I'm a, I suppose I'm a Fianna Gael. Uh, I see myself as a Fine Gael candidate. Um, you know, from the start, I've worked closely with Fine Gael, and that would be me. Are you happy with uh, with Enda's uh, performance on the TV? Yeah, I think Enda's been quite steady on the TV. Uh, like Enda's, basically, Enda's been a steady hand at the tiller. I think that's what he has been, and uh, and I'd be happy with that. I think there is a job of work to do, certainly for the next few days, to to do, as they say in basketball, a full court press and to, to get the election over the line. But no, I think Enda's a good, Enda, Enda is an experienced and wily politician and he's a good operator and I think he's done well. Okay. Listen, uh, good luck on the trail and uh, it's only a week to go, so still plenty of uh, plodding around on, on the doorsteps. That's right, Noel. Can I just say, from my own perspective, I'm vying for that final seat. Our challenge is to win two seats, so I'm looking for all the number ones mm-hmm. I can get. All right, so I'm just saying to your listeners, I'm, I'm looking for those number ones for somebody who's going to work hard for them 
at national level and represent his constituency. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm looking for any number ones available. Okay, I'm just looking just before you go, just for a comment. I see your uh, governor on the, the National Maternity Hospital. Now it's unpaid, uh, being the, yeah. what, what you do. What, what do you feel the revelations that have come out about the revelations that have come out this week? About the, the uh, hygiene standards? Yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, to be fair to, to, to Hollis Street, um, that report is written, Hollis Street has a very, very good record on infection control. So, you know, while there, there, there certainly are issues with hygiene standards, very, very good record on control of infections, i.e. how many infections actually develop in the hospital. The other thing is, I mean, you know, that's a hospital that is delivering 9,000 plus babies on, within infrastructure that is probably built for about 6,000 mm-hmm. um, uh, babies a year. You know what I mean? So the infrastructure needs to be upgraded. That's going to happen with a move to Vincent's. Um, so, you know, they, 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 I think that's all in hand. Uh, you know, they, they, it's an old building. It's been there a long time. Um, a huge amount of, you know, young citizens being born there every year, much more than the facility was built to cater for so overall I'd be reasonably happy that they're doing a good job there. Okay and if it moves will you move with it as governor? I I don't know it's uh, <laughs> I really don't know <laughs> It might be easier Nish <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know Okay Listen, <laughs> Time will tell. Okay we'll see how it goes and uh, good luck in the campaign yeah. and we'll see how it goes Thanks this time. Thank you very much Nish Yeah Thank you. Bye bye. And that's uh, Councillor Nisha Omwera from Fine Gael on the campaign trail there, and just a week to go uh, to the election.